Wonderful morning once again, everyone, to another live session of the Potter's Gate online broadcast. My name is Isaiah Phillips Akintola. Well, this morning, by the grace of God, we are going to continue to look into the principles heaven is sharing with us. There are value system the Spirit of God is awakening to us and bringing to our view in this beautiful new day. Thank you so much, Brother Derek. Good morning. Thank you for connecting with us this morning. Uh, we believe in the Lord for great things this morning. I woke up this morning quite excited in my spirit because I was able to finish the new material that I'm putting together. What a material. I am so excited about this material to the fact that we're able to finish this and we'll be releasing this to the body of Christ. I think that is something that one needs to give glory and praise to God for. But more so, I woke up this morning with a strong uh, uh, impression, you know, to share on, uh, on, 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 you know, on a, on, a, on a phrase where there is no vision, the people perish. And uh, it's amazing how the Lord connected that to prayer. So I'm going to be sharing, uh, you know, that. In fact, I've not really sat down to put a note together. I'm just going to speak from my heart as the Lord dropped this and impress, you know, uh, this in my spirit. But before we do that, let's pray. Let us pray. Let's set the, uh, uh, the, the, the platform for the Spirit of God to do what He needs to do in our lives. Father, we want to thank you once again for a day, a time like this. Thank you for another opportunity you've granted to us, O oh God, to come before you to approach your throne. Yes, Father, thank you, Lord, that it is vision that gives us, yes, the capacity and the mobility, the grace, the strength, O oh God, the tenacity, O oh God, yes, to continue to come, to continue to knock, to continue to seek. We thank you this morning, Lord, as you steer our heart again <clears throat> and you allow us, O oh God, to gaze into the revelation, into the reality of what your spirit is unveiling in this new day that once again father we will be inspired oh god will be steered oh god our heart oh god father will connect to your heartbeat oh god and there will be yes a, 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 a communion there will be yes an interwovening there will be a, a divine impregnation oh god that something in our spirit oh god will not just receive life from you oh god but we carry this life until we see it manifest and one of the things that you're sharing, you're, you're opening my eyes to see is that it, it, takes, it takes people who have been impregnated in the place of vision to bring forth any, 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 anything in their generation. And so I thank you this morning, Lord, as we once again hear your heart and your voice. Yes, that the, the mind, yes, is, is the portal to the expressions of the spirit. I wonder how we, 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 we try to separate the things of the spirit with the state of our mind. Because how we think and what our mind is connected to, what we focus on, becomes the reality even of our spirit. And so, Father, I thank you that in this new day that you're speaking to us about convergence, about unity. We, not just the unity of the body alone, but the unity of our own body. Because once we have unity in our body, it's easy for us to walk in unity in terms of the body of Christ. So we thank you this morning, Father, that your spirit will continue to minister life to us. Your grace, oh God, will continue to pour into our heart. Understanding and clarity, oh God, will become our real God. We thank you this morning. Once again, I open myself as you speak to my heart this morning. 
Lord, I, I, I thank you, Lord, that I'll be able to communicate and, and commune this word and relate this word of God in such a way that it will impregnate somebody's heart. It will awaken somebody this morning. Lord, somebody who really do not understand what it means to be there as a watchman, to be on the wall. Father, I thank you that this word may just encourage them this morning. I thank you because I believe this is a now word and you are giving us, oh God, another opportunity to be leaders in our, in our time, in our generation because indeed, what our generation needs are our leaders. We need leaders and leaders are completely different from how we see men who are called leaders today. Father, we thank you that leadership is not just a position of authority. It's a place where we influence things, where we change things, where we cause things to happen in the earth. It's a place where we move things. It's a place where we decree things. Hallelujah. It's a place where we enforce things. It's a place where we bring heaven down. It's leadership. Leadership is a spirit and we will not allow the world system to hijack this definition. And, and tell us leadership is about personality. No. It's about the state of a spirit. Seeing that the will of God becomes a reality in their time. So we thank you this morning. We bless your name, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, there's so much the spirit of the Lord is, 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 is unpacking in our time and in our day. And I'm excited in my spirit that we can hear that the voice of God can come clear and loud to us. All right, I'm going to go back to uh, um, to Nehemiah again. All right, I'm just going to read that, then I'm going to go to the uh, to Proverbs chapter 29, 18. All right, uh, uh, here is the word of the Lord in Nehemiah chapter 1. The Bible says, the word of Nehemiah, the son of Alkalia. Now, you've got to understand the meaning of Nehemiah means one that brings comfort. He's a comforter. I mean, Nehemiah is a type of the Holy Spirit, if you will. This guy, his name means the one that brings comfort. Jesus, amen, said to, you know, to his disciples, I'm not going to leave you, all right, comfortless. I'm going to send one like me who is going to come and help you, all right? So we're, we're tracking the spirit, amen, of, 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 of a visionary, you know, a, a saint. I don't just want to say leader. Now, let's, let's, let's remove that word leadership because it's important but but I've been I've been talking about this for years now that leadership first is a spiritual state. It's a spiritual state. If we understand the, the, the spirit of leadership, it's easy for us to carry out, all right, to function within uh, the, the ambience, within the life, within the structure, within the grace, amen, of leadership. So we're gonna be talking about that. But for now, I, I really want us to deal with this, 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 you know, this concept of leadership as, as it relates to uh, uh, the life of Nehemiah. And that's what, we, that's what we're interested in this morning. All right. So the scripture says, that, you know, the, the word of Nehemiah, the son of Alkaliah. All right. The word of Nehemiah, the son of uh, uh, Alkaliah. Listen to this. In the month of Kislev, in the 20th year. So we're dealing with real life, real life issue here. Real life issue, real life issue. All right. In the month of uh, uh, Kislev, in the twentieth year, I was in the citadel. I was in. So it was in a place. It was in a position. All right. It was in a place. It was in a. And this place, the scripture says, a citadel. I mean, I mean that's like, uh, that's beyond the palace. This is. This is. This is the. This is the best it can get in terms of physical position. In terms of you know uh, location. You, you can't get better than this. You is in the citadel. 
in a place of comfort. Though he was in captivity, yes, he was in, he was, he was in Persia, he was in captivity, but he was serving the king. He was serving the king. This guy's in a good place. He said, I was, I was, I was, I was in the citadel of Shusha. It's amazing that it's the same place that Esther was. All right, he was in the, you know, in the citadel of Shusha. It says, and 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 Anani, Anani, one of my brothers came from Judah. All right, Anani, one of my brother came from Judah. All right, with some other men, and I questioned them about Jerusalem. I questioned them, Amen, about the Jewish remnant. I questioned them about my brethren that are, you know, in 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 Judah in Israel. All right? He said, I questioned them about the Jewish remnant that survived the exile and also about Jerusalem. He said, I questioned them. So this guy, he wants to know what's going on. Remember, he's in a far land. He's been taken captive. All right? He's been taken captive. He's in a far land. But his heart, all right? Now, that's, that's the first thing that we need to understand about one who heaven, amen, has, has touched. This guy is in a state, is is in captivity, but but it, it but he is interested regarding amen the state and the condition of his people, of those amen who 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 had returned from exile, those who are in in, in Judah, those who are in Jerusalem. So I questioned them. He said, then they said to me, those who survived the exile are back in the province, are in great trouble. They are in great trouble. And also disgrace. Some translations say they are in distress. Then they said to him, The wall of Jerusalem is broken down and its gates have been burnt with fire. He said, When I heard these things, when I heard these things, he said, I sat down and wept. I want us to see immediately the condition, the, 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 the swift change. In the state of this man in, in the land of Shusha, in Babylon, in, 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 in Persia, all right? He said, when I, heard, when, when, when I heard what they said about the distress of the people, the disgrace of the people, all right? And, and the trouble that the people of God, all right, find themselves. When they told him about the burnt, uh, you know, gates and the broken walls of, of Jerusalem, he said, when I heard these things, I sat down and wept for many days. I mourned and fasted and pray before the God of heaven. Now, quickly, I just want to, you know, extrapolate some few principles or values, if you will, from this scripture that I've just read. When I heard those things, when he heard, he said, he said, I, I, I sat down for many days and wept and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. Now, as I woke up this morning, the spirit of the Lord spoke to me clearly my spirit if you don't have a vision for prayer if you don't know why you pray if you don't have all right a sense of vision for praying you will not pray you will not be a man of prayer you will not be one that is given that is called into all right the ministry of prayer this is what the lord dropped in my spirit as i woke up this morning the lord said to me if you don't have a drive a passion, a vision in the place, all right, or for the place of prayer, you will not see the reason. So, so people don't just pray because, all right, they need to pray. The, it, it, true prayer is born 
out of out of a vision that's 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 what i want to bring across to us this morning the place of intercession amen is the place of vision if if you have not heard something if you have not seen something if something has not been pricked in your heart if 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 heaven has not touched your heart if you have not touched god there's no reason to pray there are people today this morning they're still sleeping they're still sleeping and, 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 and they need to sleep. They're tired. They've been walking. All right? So I'm not condemning them. But I'm saying that if you are being driven, all right? if you are being propelled by a vision, if, if there's something that you want to see manifest, if there's, if there's a plan, if there's a purpose, if there is you know, a quest that, that, that you are pursuing, that you're seeking for, guess what? You're going to get up and you're going to pray. So, so you see, prayer is born out of vision. Prayer is born out of vision. Prayer is not born out of, uh, a, well, I, I just need to pray. Well, it, it's, it's just a, a devotional thing I need to do. Well, there's, devotion is there. But we're talking about a prayer that drives things. A prayer that you pray until something happens. That has to be born in the place of vision. That has to be born in the place. I mean, you, you're going to be praying for, for the next, God knows how many years of your life. If, if vision is not driving that, you're going to get tired. That is human. It is human for us to get tired. I've been praying for God knows how many, uh, how many, how many months, how many you know, uh, years now. I don't know. This thing is not forthcoming. You give up. But you see, when, when vision is what drives our prayer life, Vision is the fact that, is, is, excuse me, is vision is, 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 is that thing that you have seen in your spirit. You know, there's a state that you see that you don't like. There's something you, 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 you read in the word of God that is teared in your heart that you want to see manifest. That, I mean, wh while I was thinking about that this morning, I said, but Isaiah, this is you. This is you. I mean, you sit for about eight, eight, eight nine hours. You, you just pouring yourself into a material and then you you're done then you have to still design all right the the the, the, the material you're done with that and then you still i mean yesterday I, 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 I had a visitor that that left here you know to 12 i went to bed you know uh you know past 12 and i'm awake you know by to five already and that's even late for me normally i will wake up three you know four what what's pushing me what's what's pushing me it's vision, particularly when you don't have people around you that, that will motivate you. Because sometimes, all right, it's good for us to, in fact, in most cases, it's good for us to have people around that can motivate us. You know, you, you see, I mean, when I was growing up, I had certain people in my life who, who motivated me. These people motivated me to study the word of God. They motivated me to pray. They motivate, and we need each other. We need to motivate each other. But guess what? When you live in an environment, when you find yourself in an environment where you don't find motivation, you have to find motivation from within. The Bible says, and David encouraged himself. When David found himself in a state where you know, the people around him are negative and they, they want to stone, in fact, they wanted to stone him. He had to find motivation. You know, today we, we're waiting for some man of God from TDJX message, from God knows who, to come motivate us. You don't need one to come motivate you to pray. If, if, you, if, you, if, you, are, if you are being captured, if your heart has been captured, like Anna, you will be there. 
Like Simeon, you will be there. Like Nehemiah, you will be there. If no one, that's why I say, I say to people, if nobody comes, if nobody is watching me, I will still be doing what I'm doing because this is not done because of somebody. I'm doing it for somebody. You see, you can do things because of somebody and you could do things, amen, for people. When you do things for people, then you don't mind to go ahead. Then you don't mind to become a foreigner. Who motivates the foreigner? Who was the motivator of, of John the Baptist? Except that there's a vision. There's a vision of the voice of one. There's a vision earlier that he was impregnated with the spirit of Elijah. He was the Elijah to come. He carried that thing. Amen. He wanted to path the, the path. He wanted to create amen, and highway for the Lord. This is vision. It takes vision. Now, let me quickly read the scripture. Proverbs, Proverbs uh, uh, 29.18. Proverbs 29.18 says, Where there is no vision, the people cast off restraint. The word restraint means to be able to, 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 to constrain yourself, to, you know, to, to pull yourself back from certain things, to prevent yourself from certain things, e.g. sleeping. Where there is no vision, you just sleep, you sleep and sleep and sleep and sleep your life away. You see, who doesn't like to sleep? Who doesn't like to do other things, you know, everybody's doing? No, but it takes vision to say, no, 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 I'm going to push that thing aside. You know, my daughter asked me, you know, uh, yesterday she said, Daddy... Do, do you have time that you that you rest uh, do you do are you going to rest in at, at the weekend or do you just walk like that do you just walk all the time i said jemima i walk all the time i don't have time to 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 you know to rest and i understand what she means because you know sometimes they want you to to play with them yes sometimes i may i try, I try to make up time to play with them but guess what when you think of the vision of a, of a future that you're building for them, you may just have to ask that playing time to wait because you're creating something. You're, you're creating a path for them. You, you, you're the voice. You're, you're going ahead of them. You're creating, you're creating an highway for them. You're making the crooked path straight. You're, you, you, you're building something that they can't even understand. If you, if, even if I try to explain it to them, they won't understand it. But not just for them, but for all of the children growing up, I'm creating a path that when they grow up, they will not meet a South Africa that will, that will enslave them, that will shut them down that will tell them that they have no power to pray they have no voice to pray that they that they must not serve god if we don't pray now and stop that ungodly antichrist spirit our children are going to grow up into a society where they will they will even be afraid to talk about god you see it takes vision to do that now you have to, sometimes you have to select you do you want to be playing around you know, do you want to be, you know, at that place and go there and be here? Or do you want to just focus on that which, all right, is required? Because every one of us have been set for such a time as this. Every one of us has something to contribute. Every one of us, uh, even if nobody sees what you're doing, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What matters is that you're, you're, creating, you're creating something in the spirit. You're batting something in the spirit. I love to motivate myself. I surround myself with music that helped me, you know, to, to, to go on, to go on. Classical music, you know, or instrumental music that just, just quicken my spirit and empower me when I feel tired. And I just walk and come back to the thing again. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm, I'm about my father's business. I'm about my father's business. Where there is no vision, the people 
cast off. They will cast off. The things you're supposed to do, you're not going to do it. You will while away your time. You will spend your time, you know, on things that are unnecessary. You will spend your, your time on things that don't matter. All right? People will, people will throw all kinds of, you know, moth slings on you. They will say all kinds of things to you about you. They will, they will tell you, uh, uh, you, you are, you're just a killjoy. You, you don't want to, you don't want to be, you don't want everybody around you to be excited. You don't want to be happy. You don't, you know, why are you always so like this? Why are you feeling so, why are you looking sad? Why, why, you, you're always praying. You're always, you know, alone. Why, why? They don't understand. If they read the scripture, they will know that, ah, Jesus he was a man of the people, but he was a man of God. You see, Jesus was first a man of God before he was a man of the people. Now, if we allow people to pull us to a point where we are just at their beck and call, we will never hear God and we will never be steered. Have you noticed that it's a big difference, all right, with, you know, between ordinary people and, you know, lead, 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 leadership-centered people? Leadership center people have seen afar. They, you see, they are tracking. They've seen afar before. Before anything happened, they they they, they 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 have already calculated. They know what's going to happen, so they're already preventing that thing. So, so you see, so people walk into the reality of what you have birthed in the place of prayer. Certain people, they they just benefit. They will benefit from it. They don't even know how that thing happened. <laughs> they don't know. You know, you know, a child is walking around, and you 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 hitting your head all over the place trying to look for you know uh, you know as uh, you know things that are as address around you're trying to remove things that will hurt the child you're trying to create you know make the place look okay the child doesn't care the child is just doing his own thing you know you know strong scrolling around and you know doing but you are bothering hey where's this child you know the, the child goes with the car and he's all over the place you know and but you're thinking hey i wonder what's going on with this child that thou was thou was job for you job was a man of vision he he prayed ahead for his children he is is a man is an intercessor he he was he was at the beck and call and still god tested him so sometimes we'll, we'll find our children doing crazy things. It's not because you're not praying. It's not because you're not searching, searching the word. It's not because you're not standing on their behalf. It's just the fact that you are being tried and being tested. And when we're being tried and being tested, let's not drop the guard and say, well, I've been praying all this while. These children are not even changing. No, you've got to continue to pray. It's vision. Anything that is born out of vision must be sustained by vision. Anything that is born out of vision must be sustained by vision. If you have no vision for your life, listen to this. You will be, you will be blown away. The enemy will blow you away like a placard. And you will, you will wander into oblivion. The earth will no longer recognize you. They won't find you. They won't, they won't find you. They won't trace you. But you see, once you have a vision and you allow vision to drive, amen, your, your life, particularly this morning we're talking about being driven, amen, in the, in the, in, 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 in the place of prayer by vision. Vision must be what wake you up at that 4 a.m. You set your alarm clock. Not because, you know, you've got to set alarm clock to go to work. No, to pray. To pray. Why? Because you've got a vision for prayer. <laughs> you've got a reason why you've got to get up. I've been getting up for the past 30 years of my life. The past 30 years of my life. I've been getting up to pray. See, when, when I woke up into a war system that I realized I have no one else to, to, to assist me, that first become a reality to me. It became a vision to me that I can either go the way of God 
or, or, or do what every other person are doing. And I made up my mind, no, I'm not going to. You see, the Lord called me at a very, you know, you, you know a youthful age of my life. I was a youth when God called me into ministry. I think I was 14. I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I was 14 or 15. No, no, I must be, no, no, I, I, I wasn't 14. I think I was about 17 when the Lord called me, when I gave my life to, to Christ, you know? So, so think, things has been like that. All this, you know, youthful thing, you know, I had friends, but I, I, I just realized it's not going to work for me. I'm also, I grew up in an environment where, you know, you, you face negativity. So, I, I, I guess it's just God. It's not a choice. I, I can't say, well, I was so wise that I chose this path. No, no. Because, because I, I remember, you know, having some, you know, uh, things brought my way that could have led me, you know, on the wrong path. I remember in, in my days of bitterness that I wanted to join the, the military. I wanted to go just join an army. Of course, you know what happened when you join an army. <clears throat> but God, God had mercy on me. And just before I made some drastic decision that would have ended my life on a wrong path. I mean, the Lord revealed himself to me. I met the Lord. And I tell you, I, I, there have been times in my life where I felt like, you know, just giving up. Yes, in, on this path. But one thing that kept me going, the things that the Lord, amen, had shown me, the things that I have seen that I could not deny. I mean, I grew up not believing in God. Not like I, I didn't know religion. I mean, I had a lot of religion. But I didn't just believe in this God. You know, because if you, if you, if you ask me, I'm a very practical person. That's why some, sometimes people get angry with me. Because I will tell it the way it is. I've, I've been like that before I give my life to Jesus. The prophetic just sharpened that thing the more. You see, you see the, 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 the plans of God for, for your life will always be there. Even before you give your life to Jesus, people will be seeing it. I'm like that. It's there. I will tell you the way it is. If, you, if you're wrong, I will come straight to you and tell you, Hey, mister, wh why, why did you do that? And that's it. I'm done. I'm gone. So I'm not a diplomatic person, you know, uh, I think that's part of my prophetic, you know, makeup. I'm not, I'm not diplomatic. I will tell you the, you know, when somebody hurts you and you hide it or you don't talk about, no, 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 I will get angry there. I will get angry there and I will let you know that I'm angry about it and that's it. I'm gone. If I've done it, I see. And that has helped me even in my prophetic, you know, my prophetic, you know, structure, because you've got to understand who you are. You've got to know that person that you are. And that's why the people, they get close to you, then they later they leave. They, because they don't understand. They want you to be diplomatic. No, I understand. Even now that I've matured, I'm grown in the things of God. I still have a way of telling people, you know, but you know, that's, that's not right. Even in my family, I tell them, you know, my, my children, I tell them, you know, that's not right. You know, I'm the kind of a, a father who would tell the child, you know, if you continue to do that, then this is what it's going to lead you to. Now, that's me. I'll tell, I'll tell them, you don't do it. Because if you continue to do this thing, this is what is going to happen to you. If you continue to do this thing, you know you're going to get a hiding from daddy. You know that. So, you, you understand. So, being that, that practical lifestyle. I guess help me because you know going to church and you know every Sunday, but you come back home and things are just crazy and 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 you're being used and abused and all that. And so I decided, okay, if this is how God is, I don't want God in my life. If 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 God is about pretense, okay, we can go to church, but we can the same people that will ask you to go to church to do X Y Z, the same people are gonna you know you know enslave you and abuse you. And back then you can't even say you are being abused. So I made up my mind that I don't want the God of Christianity. That's it. So 
would, would I say I was an atheist? I wasn't an atheist because I, yes, I know there's a God somewhere. It's just that I was angry with that God. I don't want the God because the people who represented that God to me were just not, you know. So, so God knew that he had to, he had to, you know, do some drastic things in my life <laughs> to bring me to a point where, you know, to, in fact, to bring me to the breaking. He, he had to do some drastic thing and he did. I had some encounter that I could not deny. That's why today you put a gun on my head and you say, deny God. I'll tell you better put that trigger. You better pull that trigger because I am not going to for a second. Even think about it. You see, that craziness has driven me and has kept me till this day. Because, I, you know, I, I, it's not religion that brought me here. It's a relationship. And when I came to realize that there's power in prayer, you see, all of the things that I know that I'm doing today were all born out of the place of prayer. I grew up struggling, really struggling in life. Not because my daddy was poor, but because of the things that happened to him. So I, I, I made up my mind that I was going to see a change in my life. But I'm not going to depend on people. So when I, when I gave my life to Jesus, that, I mean, that was just, you know, that, that, that just sealed it for me. And I focused on the things of, and I saw God move in my life. I, I mean, I literally saw God move in my life. I said, that's it. Now, this is real. This is real. This is real. This is, this is real. And I, you know, I held on to that. That's why, and I said to people, you, 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 you don't understand the things of the spirit yet. No. Until heaven touches your heart, you can't touch nation. You can't touch people. You, you can do religion. You can be playing around. That's playing. But if you really want to do the real thing, you better wait. You better hear his voice. You better be sure that you have collided with him. You better have that encounter that, you know, that, 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 that the, the rest of the guys had. Amen. You better, you, you better be sure that you know. That's why today I can stand anywhere and before anybody and declare, thus yet the Lord. My life changed. And when God called me into prayer and I saw me praying and I see changes, I saw changes happening. I, I said to myself, wow, this thing is real. This thing, is, this thing works. It works. You see, because I'm a, I'm a realist. I'm a realist. You see, you can be a realist in the things of the spirit. If it's not working, it's not working. Let's find out why it's not working. Okay, that's it. If it's working, then it's working. And so I can defend it anywhere. I can stand, amen, to defend what I believe about God anywhere. I may not have all the lingua. I may not have all the, you know, language and all the semantics. But I tell you, what I know, I know it. And, and this is not just some assumption. There are things that I know. There are things I have seen. There are, there are, there are, there are, there are powers that have tried to take me, I mean, really take me off the earth. You know? Take me off the earth. And I'm not just talking about, oh, something I'm, I'm imagining. No, no, no. Reality. I face witch, witches and wizards. I face them. I face people who, who say to my face, you, you you're going to see until today I'm alive. You see, so all, all of that has built something on the inside of me. And I realize that it takes vision. To walk with God. If you don't have a vision of, 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 of tracking the things of God. Listen to this. You're going to be doing it in and out. Yes. Today, you're, oh, hallelujah, praise God. Because you, you woke up and you feel excited about the things of God. So, yes, I'm going to pray. Yes, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to listen to that man of God. Yes, today I'm feeling. You see, listen to this. Many, many periods of your life, you're not going to be feeling happy with yourself. Does that mean that you're not a happy person? You're not a joyful person? 
Are you going to build your life on how you feel? See, that's what I'm talking about, vision. Where there is no vision, people cast a restraint. You see, you will fail 10 times in that thing, but because you have a vision for that thing, you will go there 10 times more. You will go back there again, again, and again. That The Bible says that woman, because of her importunity, she kept coming to the king. That is a wicked king. How much more our father? What vision do you have? You see, when you have vision in the place of prayer, vision will wake you up. <laughs> Vision will wake you up. Vision will, will tell your body, you, you, you're tired, right? Okay, meet me in the place of prayer. That's vision. You see, vision is an inner strength. Vision is when everything has died and you feel you've lost everything. Nothing else works. Vision brings this inner strength from within you and you find yourself rising up again. <laughs> You've been hit several times. Have you watched those boxing match? This guy has been hit and hit. All his face is bleeding. His eyes are it's, it's almost like, you know, pop, popping up, popping out. He, he's finished. Where does he get the strength to stand again to fight? It's something, you see, that, is, that comes from within him. That is what you need. That is what we need in this season that we've entered. Or else there are things, I tell you, there are certain devils, they want to give you a blow and keep you down. They say, stay down there. They say, these are, these are the horns, Zechariah 1. These are the ones that rise against Judah and Jerusalem that no man lifts his head up. There are forces and powers that wants to keep you at that you know, le average level, everybody is. So you, <clears throat> you remain where everybody is. You sing the song, everybody's singing. You dance to their tune, all right? You're always where they are. Yes, so that then that's fine. But if you're going to be a man of vision, no, you have to be ahead. You have to wake up. The Bible says Jesus will wake up before, before everyone wakes up. Jesus will wake up as his custom. He will go to Mount Olive to pray. The closure, just as Jesus was about to enter the, 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 final, the final state of, of, of his life on earth. What did he do? He went to pray. <laughs> the guy went to pray. There must be something about prayer that we are yet to understand, friends. There must be something about this, the mystery, the mystic life of prayer that we are, we are, we are still oblivion to. Kandabaya. A generation that cannot pray will be a captive generation. A generation that cannot pray will be a captive generation. They will capture us. We like it or not, there are enemies who want to stop us, who wants to hinder us. But you see, when you pray, particularly when you pray for the things all right, that have not yet happened, you're, you're sensing them, it's coming. Oh, you, you, you take the battle to the enemy's gate. And prayer is not just about battle, no. Prayer is about strategy. Prayer is about you co connecting with God and God speaking to you. Because you see, there are all kinds of dimensions of prayer. There are all kinds of dimensions of prayer that we can't even begin to you know, uh, explain. But when you begin to engage God, I'm telling you, they will, they will put you ahead before the devil wakes up. <laughs> if he ever wakes up. Before he ever planned that thing, you're ahead of him. But it's go you see, it's going to take a person of vision. Do you have a vision for your prayer life? And if you do, what is the vision? What is that thing motivating your prayer? Because if your vision for praying is God, I want a car. God, I want a house. God, I want, you know, all this perishable thing. 
then, 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 then it's a good prayer, but it's not a prayer that is really captured by the Spirit. You see, the, 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 when you begin to when you begin to pray, all right, your prayer must must go beyond elemental things, elementary things. Your prayer must be indeed what only heaven can do. So you've got to look into your life. Are there things that I've been struggling to 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 try to handle by myself? I, I I kept failing, and everybody I try, you know, to 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 talk to, they, they nobody has able has been able to give me an answer. Aha! Uh -huh, those are the things you need a vision for. <laughs> you see, they, they 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 came to Nehemiah. They told him, he said, when this when this brethren and 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 Annie came from Jerusalem, and I asked them about the state, about the condition, and they told him, <laughs> he said that the people are are in disgrace. The people are troubled. The people, the, the walls are shattered, broken down. You see, that's all a man of vision needs. That, that, that word, that communication steered something in his heart and plunged him into the place where he began to weep, where he began to pray, where he began to fast. Hallelujah. He began to commune with the God of heaven. He stood on behalf. Listen to this. He was in the land of Persia, but he was standing in the gap for a people in Jerusalem vision in the place of prayer has no limit, has no boundary. You see, I've been praying for this nation. I'll continue to pray regardless of what I see in the natural human realm. That's not, that's not, that's not what motivates. What motivates your prayer life, amen, is not sourced from the environment. No, no, no. It's sourced from within. It's sourced from the spirit. It's sourced from a, a dimension of a life that cannot be stopped, that cannot be hindered by men. So when you take prayer by the Spirit, in the Spirit, with the Spirit, and you start engaging, you force things to change. You see, prayer will disrupt. You see, that's a, that's a word, you know, that the 21st century are using now, particularly those in the business. They, 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 they like that term now, disruption. A lot of disruption taking place. <laughs> but guess what? God is the first, you know, a being, amen, that, that creates disruption. He said, I will shake everything that can be shaken. That's disruption. <laughs> if you want to talk about disruption in business world, you want to talk about disruption in government, God is disrupting the nation. I will shake everything. I will shake the foundation of many generations. I will shake everything. Is it shaking? Yes, we're in the day of the shaking. You see, when everything is being shaken, make sure you're not one of them. Why? Because you've built your life, your values, amen, on a rock, on a foundation that cannot be shaken. It's a choice. It's a choice, amen, to have a vision, to have a life, to have a children, to have a home, to have, amen, a people, amen, whose life will be built on the rock. It means that their life has solidity. There's value. They know when to say no. That's what I teach. I've started teaching my children, you must know when to say no, and your no must be no. When you say no, is no. When you say yes, is yes. Don't say no and yes. When you say no and yes, then it means that you're not going to grow up to become a person of your word. You're not going to grow up to become a, you know, a, a, a leader. You see, today we have leaders who, whose yes are no and whose no are yes. <laughs> they, they, they confuse. But when you stand for what you believe, when you stand because, amen, you've, listen to this. I hope you understand that one of the ways that we can raise and build, amen, a prosperous society is to imprint the values of vision in people. We, we imprint the values of vision because the moment you do that, ah, you're creating leadership. You're creating the future. The future is what we create in the now. 
And that will start, amen, in the place where you start imprinting powerful spiritual value system in people. When they start praying, you see, people know why they pray. When you see, when I, when I come to pray, when, what we're doing right now is a vision. I'm being driven by it. That's why when I'm done, you see, I just give glory and thanks to God. Thank you, Father, for another time like this. I, I love it. Thank you for the word. And that's why I can go back and listen to it because I'm not just entertaining you. Uh, somebody came visiting me yesterday. I said, you know what? When I'm done preaching in the morning, I, I, I go back and listen to the things that I'm saying because, you know, those things minister to me. Yes, I'm the vessel God is using. And guess what? I'm just a vessel. I go back and I listen to, 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 you know, to those messages, to those words, because, you know, I, I can draw life. I can draw life even from the word that flows out of my life because it's the, it's the spirit that is quickening these things. When we live by the quickening of the spirit, we get renewed, we get refreshed. Where there is no vision, the people cast off restraint. It means you have no sense of discipline. You see, it takes discipline to live life. It takes discipline, amen, to tell yourself, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I want to see happen. This is what, amen, I believe the Lord has told me, has revealed. This is what I'm seeing in the word of God. And that is what, amen, I am going to live by. It takes discipline to do that. You cannot live life successfully in any sphere, amen, without discipline. You cannot. But discipline don't happen. Discipline comes because there's a vision. You know, there's a reason why a father disciplined the son or the child or, you know, the children. Because he's seen something about the future that he wants to correct. <laughs> if I leave you loose like this, ah, you're going to be a disaster in the next 20 years. So let me correct that thing now. I, I, rather, you, I rather you don't like me now, all right, than to hate me in the future. And say to me, daddy, so why, why didn't you correct me? I wish I can rise up to show you, you know, something. I even forgot that yesterday was Valentine. So my son, <clears throat> he came on brought this card. This was his own uh, uh, um, Valentine card. And this is to his, his daddy. So I want to read what my son said. I mean, I was, I was just taken away yesterday. Listen to this. Dear daddy, you are the best daddy ever. And I thank you for everything you have done. So many things you've done for me. You are the father. Listen to this. You are the father who I trust. And I will never stop believing in you. Love you, Samuel. I mean, tears drop, drop down my eyes. I said to the Lord, my prayer, what's it? When you have your son write something like this to you, it, it changes your life. This is a boy that they say he will never be able to write properly. He will not be able to speak. I mean, this boy um, was facing the same challenge I was facing. And they call it Asperger. You see, the world system, they, they always have a name for it. Mine was dyslexia. His own was Asperger, Asperger syndrome and all of this. But guess what? Two, was it two days ago, three days ago? I can't remember. He got a medal in his class as the as the as the well the most well-behaved boy. This is a boy that they say he will not be able to communicate. He will not be able to relate socially because that's a heart of Asperger syndrome. You have uh, you know a social interaction de deficiency. Well, you see, I took that to the Lord in prayer. Well, I'm just saying this to encourage you. I'm not trying to boast. No, please don't think I'm trying to boast. I'm saying this to encourage you that 
don't you stop praying, friends. Don't stop. If you have not seen the change, don't give up. Don't you give up. When you give up is when you have failed. Failures are those who have given up. Failure is not the number of times you fail. No, 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 no. Failure is when you accept that you have failed and you give up. That's when you failed. You see that thing wrong, continue to go back to correct it, particularly in the place of prayer. You see, what you cannot change in the place of prayer, no one can change it. A child, a son, a daughter, a situation you can't change in the place of prayer, no one can change it. My life is a testimony. You see, what I'm doing now, I can remember the first time <laughs> I began to broadcast. I was, I was scared to my God knows what. I was scared because I didn't, I've never done it before. I, I, I didn't know how it's going to happen. How, how am I going to communicate? How am I going to speak to people that I don't, I, I don't see? Then, I mean, how do you speak to an audience you don't see? I mean, all of that. I didn't know I still had that you know, a, a fear in me because it's, it's, it's a new ground for me. And the Lord said to me, did I not tell you if you can take the airwave? You see, listen to this. When God gives you a vision, everything you will ever need to express the purpose of that vision is within the vision. Everything. I thank God for the people God is raising today who is saying, we're seeing what you're doing. We're hearing what you're doing. We will support. I thank God for the few people who are saying, Thank you for supporting. Because listen to this. No one, no one, none of the churches, nobody want to support, want to be part of this. In fact, many of those men of God, they saw me as a rebel. They saw me as one that is disrupting and creating commotion in the body of Christ. Meanwhile, I'm just fulfilling what the Lord told me. So there are people who, who will be moved by what you're doing. You may think you're alone, but you're not alone. You continue to do it. You may think nobody hears. You may think nobody sees. You may think nobody feels the impact. You continue to do what you need to do. You see, one, one thing about, about the things of God is heaven always gives us time to see if indeed we believe, we trust, before we begin to see the kind of help, the kind of support that we need. They will wait. They will wait. Yes. They, they want to see. They want to know. Didn't God say, now I know. Now I know. Now I know. This is not what, is not what God said to Abraham. Now I know. Now I know. When Abraham finally laid that boy, Isaac, on the altar, God said, now I know. It's like he didn't know before. <laughs> then the Lord opened the eyes of Abraham. Then he saw the alternative. Then he saw the real lamb. You see, if you cannot lay your son on the altar, God cannot give you the nations. If you can, listen, to Abraham, Isaac was the best. What is your best? You see, when I give to God, I, I, I give everything to him. There is nothing, there is nothing that I have today that is for me, Isaiah. Everything, everything, including this shirt I'm wearing, it belongs to God. When I'm buying things for myself, I buy it for one reason, purpose. Will he advance the purpose of God? Yes, even with what I wear. I don't just buy things, oh, I love it. You know, when I looked at this, I, know, I remember when I bought this one. No, not this one. There's another one I bought of this. 
And I realized that when I'm preaching, I mean, you see, this is how I think. This is how I think. Everything that I'm doing, I, I, my entire life is woven into the things of God. I realized that wearing yellow affects my recording, you know? When I wear yellow, you know, the, the contrast light in yellow affects the recording, makes it blurry. I, I noticed that. It's not like I read it. I just noticed that. So I said, okay, so yellow is not good for broadcasting, okay? So I need to wear more of darker, you know, colors, not bright colors. And it works. So now if I'm buying things, I don't buy, you know, light, you know, bright things. I, I try to get, you know, dark things because it is too advanced. What would be the... What? <laughs> What fashion would I? <laughs> what am I trying to impress? Are you getting? You see, heaven must take something out of you first for you to know that even the shoe that you wear, it has to be for the advancement of the things of God. You dress for kingdom purpose. When you go into that office, you dress for kingdom purpose. Don't dress to make a statement and make everybody feel they're nothing. Make everybody look as if. Uh -huh. You're better than us. No, no, no. Let, let even your dressing attract people to you. Don't dress in a way where people will, you know, will close their eyes. Because they can't look at you. You're half naked. Come on, friends. You see, Christian, we say we're Christian. But the, but the lady, she's half naked. So I want to talk to you. I want to hug you. But I can't hug you because half of your body is naked. Oh, how am I going to relate with you? Come on. It's about what we but we live we live in a free democracy. Excuse me, not in the kingdom. All things may be lawful, but all things are not expedient. We live in that state of expediency. <laughs> you don't do things because uh, well, is your right? Yeah, I can do it. No, 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 no. We we we've passed that stage. Live down for you know unbelievers. Do things that will attract people. That will you, let your life be a magnet. So in the world system, they call certain people a magnet. Let your life be a magnet. I'm talking about vision this morning. Vision in the place of prayer. You see, you see, if you're a person of vision, there's nowhere you are. There is no place that you find yourself earlier that vision will not be speaking. You can be at the you can be in a seven-star hotel, five, seven-star hotel. Call it whatever star. Listen to this. You will not be in that place because. Aha, you want to prove a point. You, vision is driving you. There's something about the higher life. There's something about the kingdom of God that is driving you. Wherever you find yourself, amen, in times of wealth, in times of nothing, let vision be your motivating factor. You're running a business. Let it be. That's why I keep saying, don't run, a, don't run anything because you, 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 you just want to do it. No, you've got to have a vision. Because listen, when, when, when the enemy give you blow and expect that blow, if, if you ever say, oh, no, 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 I, I've got everything under control, you lie. Because I tell you, there will, be, there, will be a, there will be some opening, there will be some loopholes where the enemy is going to try to sneak in. And he tries to want to bring you down, get that thing down. But you see, when you're a person of vision... Immediately you realize your mistake. Lord, I thank you. I'm sorry. I made a mistake here, but thank you, Lord, for your grace. It covers it. You rise up again. You continue. Vision never dies. Vision never dies. You cannot kill a vision. That's why visionaries, you're true visionaries, don't die. Except God says it's time for you to leave. You see, I always tell people, I'm not going to die before my time. No, 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 no. I'm sure you've heard me say this several times. Yeah, I'm in a place, there's an accident happened. Isaiah was there. No, Isaiah is going to come out of the place because I'm, I, I live by vision. I don't force myself into things. 
If I need to go to a place and 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 there's a there's a struggle and it's not happening, all right? I don't force it. I don't force it. I leave it because you see, whatever God leads you into, and you have you have done what you need to do. You've prayed. You've prepared yourself, all right? You are ready for it. Listen to this. If the door is not opening, don't force it open. <clears throat> There might just be something that you're not seeing. There might just be something that needs to be corrected. Continue to do what you need to do. When the time comes, listen to this, that door will open by itself. I hear, you know, we have this mindset in the body of Christ. If the door doesn't want to, kick it down open. Ah, don't kick it down open. <laughs> because listen, you may not be ready for what, is, what you're going to be facing on the other end. But you see, when the time comes, when God says it's time. Have you noticed that God has a timing for everything? Have you noticed that? The fact that you've got a vision does not mean that the time has the time has matured for that thing to come forth. For that thing, amen. I mean, you you that you the, you carry a child, amen, for nine months. The first day you got you know impregnated, amen, something on the inside of you start changing. But you see, you've got to wait for another nine months for that thing to to manifest. A lot of us, we know, yes, that we've been impregnated. We, we are aware of the vision. We are aware of our calling. We are aware that we need to, but we, we are not sure of the timing. And sometimes we run ahead of our time. You see, listen to this, friends. If you're a person of prayer, you can never miss the timing of God. Because you may just wake up one morning and be praying, and the Holy Spirit will whisper to you, now is the time. Now is the time. I like when the Holy Spirit does that. This is the day. Have you noticed that each day, is a day of manifestation for somebody. Each day is a day of manifestation for somebody. Yet is a day of somebody getting impregnated with vision. But it might just be a day. As I'm speaking right now, there's a, there's, there's a woman somewhere delivering a baby. Delivering a baby. While as I'm speaking right now, there's some husband and wife enjoying themselves on the bed. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, and she, she's getting pregnant. We must be able to understand our own unique timing don't run with other people's watch don't look at other people ah let them motivate you but listen to this you're not them and they're not you that's why i don't compare myself you know when i finished writing this material yesterday you know one one thing about me is i, I don't think i will ever get satisfied in, in terms of you know what i have put down but but when i looked at this material when i when i was done yesterday i said no this is good this is good stuff this is good meat just from Studying the book of Nehemiah, a whole wall of revelation just explode. For few few days now, I've been spending hours in just writing and writing and writing and writing, and I'm saying, "Wow, Lord, you know, you know, unbelievers, worldly people, this kind of a thing, they can make a lot of money out of it." And it's like, is that, are you really gonna give this thing out for free? Freely have we received, freely give. Because God will cause you to reap where you have not sown. That's the principle. You see, you see it, takes, it takes a principle. It takes vision to understand principle. God, heaven will cause you to reap where you have not sown. So you, you're giving it out for free, but certain people, God will put it in their heart and say, why don't you sow into this thing? Why don't you bless the man of God? Yes. God has met my need. So if I have to be depending, I, I, cannot, I cannot be a user of the gift of God. I mean, spending nine hours. I mean, I literally mean nine hours. It was a day I spent nine hours writing. That takes vision. You see, in the world system, they, they will calculate every hour. And they put it into, you know, into the production of that book. 
Because they say, I must make a living. <laughs> who, who makes a living of the things of God? <laughs> who makes a living of the things of God? God provide. And he knows how to provide for his own. What am I talking about? I'm talking about let your life be driven by vision. You see, when your life is driven by vision, you won't think of the hours that you've put in it. You won't think of how many times you've given. You will not think of, well, I'm doing it, nobody's seen it. You will not think of, oh, well, uh, uh, um, uh, so when, I, well, when will I be recognized? Vision does not seek recognition. When the time comes, vision creates its own platform. Oh, Jesus. When the time comes, vision will create. He says, it prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemy. It takes vision. If it's vision driving you, you will not need to be seeking to want to promote yourself. Ah, they must know me. I must be. You, you will not be looking for. Uh, so, you see all these men of God going to get all kinds of titles. Now they add doctors to their name. You know, then, 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 then he's, he's, he's a reverend, and then he's doctor, then he's apostle, then he's, you know, all kinds of titles. You know, they're insecure. It's insecurity that makes us to look for those things. When you're a man of vision, you're just a brother. I'm just a brother. Yes, I'm calling to the uh, prophetic ministry, but my name is Isaiah Phillips. <laughs> Have you noticed that? My name is Isaiah Phillips. You see, because it is not the title all right, that approves a man. It is heaven that approves the man. <laughs> it is heaven that approves. If heaven has not approved you, listen, you can have all the titles. Nobody will see you. Of course, you're projecting yourself. But guess what? If heaven puts his mark on you, even if they don't want to see you, when you walk past, they will feel the wind of God move. They will feel the wind of God move. Even if they are blind as a bat, they will feel the wind of God move. So I don't struggle, friends. Keep at it. Where there is no vision, the people, they cast off restraint. Don't cast off restraint. Don't live your life as one who has no sense of purpose. Don't live life as if you have no sense of direction. No, you're a person of direction. You're a person that have been assigned for such a time as this. If you're going to appear on behalf of the nation, if you're going to stand on behalf of others, listen to this. You don't get yourself to the point where people look down at you and make you feel as if you're nothing. Get yourself aligned to who you are. Your true identity comes from heaven. You're a man from heaven. The Bible talks about a man from heaven and a man of the earth. You're not a man of the earth. You know, are you hearing what I'm talking about? I'm talking about your spirit. That's why we use the word man. Your spirit man. You're not a man of the earth. That which is of the earth is earthy. <laughs> that which is from above is above all. Above all. That, those are scriptures the Lord used. To, to set my heart on a journey some decades ago. The man from above is above all. Are you a, are you a person from above? Is your vision, is, is your wisdom sourced from above or from beneath, from the world system? Or are you trying to mix the two? The two will not coexist. No, 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 no. Isaac and Ishmael will not live in the same house. No, you've got to get rid of Ishmael. <laughs> get rid of the, the boy and, and, and the mother. Get rid of the woman. Get rid of the bond woman. You've got to get rid of her. Because what, what God wants to do in this season, people must know that it's God. People cannot be saying, is it God or is it self? You know? Is this testimony truly of God or you, you, you just, <laughs> come on. 
Listen to this. Listen to this. Let me challenge you. If God cannot do it, then back away. But if God is the one leading, guiding, directing you, stay there. Even if you face a million resistance, continue. Have you noticed <laughs> that there were times that Jesus just walked through the people. They wanted to throw him you know, down the hill. He just walked through them. When vision says it's not time to die, a million army cannot kill you. Keep walking. Keep sowing the seed. Keep praying. Don't stop. Don't stop. Even if you don't feel like it. This thing, vision is not moved by how you feel. Vision is not moved by how you feel. You see, feeling comes, feeling goes. That's why we don't marry by, by feelings. We marry vision. Hi. We marry vision. We get to marry vision. When you, when you marry a person of vision, ah, your life will be your life will accelerate. Your life will accelerate. Well, guess what? If you still marry a person without vision, it will encourage you to have one. <laughs> it will encourage you. So in whatever side you find yourself, you're a winner. You win. Because listen to this. There are, yeah, some of us will, will find ourselves marrying people without vision. Doesn't mean, all right, that it's the, that's the end of your life. It just means that, amen, you are more motivated. Thank God for those that can encourage you. But thank God for the resistance also. <laughs> Come on. Where there is no vision, the people cast off restraint. Blessed is he who keeps the law. David said, I have set the Lord, the Lord before my face. I'm encouraging you this morning, friends. Let the Lord be before you. Let him guide you. Let him lead you. Let how you live your day, you start your day, be driven by God. That doesn't mean that you're not going to enjoy yourself and, and get entertained. No. Listen, I'm not talking about being religious here. No, 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 no. no that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about being, being religious, you know, living your life in some, some pious, religious way. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, I mean, I was, I, I was, I was playing yesterday. My, my, chum, my son came back from school. We were playing games. I was, I was showing them one of the latest, you know, games, you know. And they were playing this game. I was playing with them while I was trying to make their food. And yet I was busy. While I was busy, while I was busy writing, I said, okay, because I told them Fridays, okay, you can have time for games and things. So one of the latest games that, you know, that, uh, you know, you, you, you get on this car racing. So I called my son because he, he loves that. So I just, I, you know, I just encouraged him to come play. You finished, asked the, the sister also play. When they finish, I said, okay, you play three, you play three. When they finish, I was cooking, making their food. When they finish, I said, okay, now it's time. Let me continue my job. You can live life successfully in vision, really ministering to everything, everyone around you. That's a power vision. You see, vision will, will direct you. Vision will constrain you. 
Vision will release you to do certain things. Vision will tell you, okay, you've done enough. Come back. Come on. Vision will tell you, now is the time to call that person. No, no, don't call. Wait. When you're under a life driven by vision, there will never be a disappointment in your life. No. Every opportunity is an expression of the divine appointment of God. You're never disappointed. And I'm never disappointed. If something's supposed to happen and it didn't happen the way or I expected, guess what? It's part of God, God's sovereignty working out his, his, his plan in my life, for my life. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm so, so excited in my spirit this morning, friends. And I hope you are too because that's, that's my desire. I want you to be excited in your spirit. This is how we live life, friends. This is how we live our life. We are not a bunch of accidents happening. No. We are people, amen, motivated by the things of God. We are people driven, amen, by the power of vision. Our life is sustained because we heard God, because we hear him. All things work together for the good of them that loves God. All things. Not some things. Not almost all. All things work together for the good. Of them who love the Lord and are called after his purpose. If you are called after his purpose, you should be living your life after his purpose. The children God gave to you, amen, they should be, they should be purpose driven. How do you do that? You have to impart vision in them so that they can be purpose driven. Have you noticed that we don't, our children don't just grow to become righteous and become godly people? No, you have to instill that value in them. You, it's, that's your job. You have to instill it. You have to instill that in your community. People around you must know that, no, that, that one, she's different. Even if they don't talk to you, listen to this. They must know that when they pass by your house, that, uh, this one, she's different. He's different. That is how we live life, friends. Let your life set a mark, a standard. Let your life set, amen, a standard. Noah was a standard to his generation. Enoch was a standard to his generation. Esther was a standard to her generation. Deborah, Abigail, Elizabeth, these women, they were standard to their generation. Be a standard to your generation. Don't just be a follower. Set the pace. Set the standard. Set the standard. Be a standard man. A standard man is a man that stands out. And stands upon, amen, the values of the kingdom. I'm challenging you this morning. Let your prayer life be born out of vision. Don't just pray because, well, I have to. No, vision must drive you. When you're driven by vision in the place of prayer, listen, even when you feel tired, when you feel weak, when you feel discouraged, vision will carry you through. Just like vision carried David through. Everything was taken. His wife Amen. The wife of, you know, his army were thinking. I mean, the, the, their camp has been ravaged. David found strength in that inner life born out of vision. He went to the Lord. God says, pursue, overtake, recover all. I prophesy to your life this morning that you will pursue, that you will overtake and you will recover the years that the cockerworms and the pamaworms and the caterpillars have eaten in your life. 
I declare this morning that a new sense of vision will infuse your spirit even at this very hour. That you'll be awoken in a new light of God's divine intervention. That the spirit of God will impregnate your heart with the capacity to drive beyond the limitations of men. That you will no longer live life based on how you see things in the human realm. I declare this day, may your eyes be elevated into the ascended realm where God lives and where God is. Where you have been called to sit with Christ in heavenly places. When you live life from the heavenly realm, you live in the order of vision. Because vision always see things from afar and bring order and clarity to things around. May this day be a day where you are steered. May this day be a time where you are empowered once again to see what the Spirit of God wants to do. In fact, what he has begun to do in your life so that how you respond in the physical will be in alignment to what the spirit of God has revealed. May your heart this day receive a 360 degrees turn around to the path of vision. May you not be limited or be controlled or be influenced by your physicality, by your humanity. May you step into the day of spirituality so that the divine life of God in you can begin to flow like a river. I proclaim this day that you will not be stopped. You will not be stopped. But you will be constrained by the power of heaven. To live in the now moment of heaven's ordained desire for your life. May your eyes this day be recalibrated. May you begin to see with clarity, with clarity, God's divine intention for you. May the truth of God begins to flow into every nukes and cranium of your life. May you rise up this day in the place of prayer as one who is more than conqueror. Indeed, heaven has given you the grace and the capacity to be a conqueror. Go forth. Don't be afraid. Face the fear and let the fear know that you're a person of faith. And where faith is, Fear is vanquished. This day, rise up, go forth, bring forth, and birth that which heaven has impregnated your heart with. You're a man of vision. You're a woman of vision. Pray until you see the manifestation of heaven's desire intent for your life, for your home, for your family, for your community, for your city, and for your nation. May you carry this day the burden of this generation upon your shoulder. Like Nehemiah, may strength be given to you to pray and may favor be given to you to stand before the king in accurate eloquence, declaring, yes, the divine intentions of God. May the favor of God lead you and guide you this morning into the place where you'll become a rebuilder of the broken walls and the bond gates. I declare this morning, go in the name of of the Lord God Almighty. Father, we thank you. We give you glory once again for your grace and for your spirit. 
Thank you for your life. Thank you, Father, for your voice. We can see you more than ever before. The visibility of your kingdom is becoming more prominent in our lives, in our community. Thank you, Father, that we do not fix our eyes on that which we see in the human realm, for they are subject to change. Our eyes are focused on the eternal. And only, only, only time divides that which is eternal. Because that which is eternal will one day become manifest. Ah, and, you, and the word says, and behold, I see a new Jerusalem coming down from above. Father, we thank you that we can see a new order, a new Jerusalem coming down from above. We can see a nation, oh God, a city with, with foundation, 12 foundation with 12 gates. Thank you, oh God, that your spirit, yes, is bringing, is birthing, is manifesting something that will be manifest in the earth. The earth is spiritual because you created the earth and everything that you create, yes, carries a sense of you. And so we thank you once again that we can feel your impact in the earth. That earth, oh God, is not controlled by darkness. No, that light is coming. And we're feeling the impact of light shining in every dark area of our lives. We thank you this day for newness that has begun, yes, to manifest. Newness in our lives. Newness in our homes. Newness in our family. We proclaim it. We decree it. We declare it. Newness in the life of our children, of our sons and daughters, of our fathers and mothers, of our cousins and uncles and aunties and nephews in the name of Jesus. Newness in our workplace. Newness, oh God, favor, yes, with, 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 our, with our employers and employees. Favor in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you this day for your favor. As you granted Nehemiah favor, we receive favor. Favor comes from the place of prayer. We thank you, Lord, for favor. The favor of God may be upon your life. The favor of God may he, may he lead you. The favor of God may he guide you. In the name of Jesus, I declare this day, let your life begin to ooze the favor of God. Favor is an aura. That when you when you come before people, they cannot but to say yes. They cannot but to, to bless you, to reach out to you. Why? Because of the oil of God. I declare this day that the oil that begins to pour into your life from the place of prayer will be turned into yes favor. It said because of the oil the virgins love you. I proclaim this day that you will begin to attract the love of man into your space. Why? Because of the favor of God. Because of the goodness of God. In the name of Jesus I proclaim and declare this day as you walk in favor you will receive the spirit of wisdom, knowledge and understanding. I proclaim in the name of Jesus as you walk in favor you will receive the spirit yes of peace. You will receive the spirit yes of joy. You will receive the spirit of patience and kindness yes in the name of Jesus is called the fruit of the spirit the fruit of the spirit are product of the spirit therefore let your life this day begin to express the nature of Christ that attracts people into your space to favor you all you ever need to become all that heaven has ordained for you <clears throat> are being carried now by certain people by certain people May the heaven begin to prepare you. May heaven begin to prepare you and connect you. In the name of Jesus. Your vision will not die. It's a vision that sustains. It is the vision that makes provision. 
Vision attracts the right people into our life. When vision is born in the place of prayer, the right people are attracted to our space. I declare this day, let the wrong people out of, you know, from your life begin to move away. Let them begin to locate where they need to locate. They will not distract you from that which heaven has ordained you to see. Uh -uh. Wrong influence. I declare them out of your life. Yes. Wrong, wrong, wrong counsel out of your life in the name of Jesus. Out of your space. Places that you've been connected to. That you, all you're getting is just a, a soul drive, a soul tie. I break those soul tie. And I declare this day that you begin to hear the sound of heaven leading you to the way of Damascus. Leading you to the place that will connect you to your destiny. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We honor your name. Thank you for the utterance of your spirit. Thank you for the imprint of your spirit in our life. Thank you for the mandate. The mandate of your kingdom. We proclaim, we declare corporately. May your kingdom come. May your will be done in our life. And through our life, this is our prayer this morning. We refuse to die until we see the consolation of Israel. This was the prayer of Simeon. The priest called Simeon. He refused to die until he saw. We say we refuse to die. Death has no place in our path. Because we have embraced death and we have been crucified with Christ. Now we live our life in the day of divine ascendance. We are seated with Christ in heavenly places. Far above all principalities and power. Principalities and power only control cities and, and nations. They, they influence cities and nations. They have no power over you. They will not limit you. As they have placed limitations on, on people, on government, on, 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 on the economy, on parastatus, on system. They have no power. They have no jurisdiction over your life. Because your life is connected to him who is a ruler of all. Therefore, I declare this day, you will, you, 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 you will rise up. You will raise your head far above the heavens in the name of Jesus I declare in that day the scripture says the mountain of the Lord's house shall be exalted. This day I declare you are the mountain of the Lord's house. Rise up and be exalted above every hill, above every mountain. Let the glory of God begin to flow into your space. Let the glory of God begin to flow into your life. Let your life begin to attract. They say in that day men will say come let us go up to the mountain of the Lord's God's house for there he will teach us his way I declare this day that your life will become an attraction yes where men will come men will flow into it because your life will become a ladder to them to get to God yes may your life become the ladder yes for them to climb to get to God yes in the name of Jesus you will not be a ceiling to the people no you will be an open portal an open portal for people to access God to access the things of God this day let every every hindrance every state of blindness self blindness in the name of Jesus in I proclaim the name of Jesus Every, every, every wrong or attitude, mindset in the name of Jesus, blind spot that want to hinder the flow of heaven into your space and, 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 and stop the flow of men through your life to God. I command those blind spots, those ungodliness right now to be wiped away. The blood of Jesus already washed you and cleansed you and made you whole. This day you have a standing before the Father. May your life in true covenant be renewed. Receive renewal in your space, in your mind. Don't you know that your mind is the gateway to heaven? Let your mind be renewed. Receive the mind of Christ.
Receive the mind of Christ. Receive the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ is translated to productivity. The mind of Christ is, is, is translated, amen, to productivity. When you have the mind of Christ, you begin to exhibit, yes, creativity. You begin to flow in the, in the, in the revelation, yes, of soundness of wisdom. In the name of Jesus, I proclaim it. I declare this day. May the river of God be open. May you flow into it. May that river bring you healing. So bring healing to the nations. Father, we thank you. Glorify you this morning, O oh God. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your, your impartation, the, the imprint of your spirit. The natural man cannot see these things. That's why we are called spiritual people. It is the fool who says in his heart there is no God. <laughs> we are no fools. We have come to the place called Mount Zion, the place of the firstborn, the place, yes, where the spirit of just men are made perfect. We have come, yes, to the innumerable companies of angels. We have come to the city of the firstborn. We have come to Mount Zion. Father, we thank you this morning once again for your spirit, for your grace. Thank you, Lord, that these declarations, these proclamations of God, are words that will not return to you void. No, this word will produce in the life of your people. This word will bring change. This word will bring hope. This word will bring faith. This word will steer grace. This word will release mercy. Mercy, mercy, the mercy of God. We thank you, Father. And we say amen to every word. We say so be it in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless your holy name this morning, oh God, that we will go out this morning and prosper, literally prosper, you delight in the prosperity of your people. Yes, Father. We thank you that as our soul prosper, our spirit prosper, our bodies prosper. Yes, Lord. Our home, finance, we prosper, oh God. Financially, we prosper in our workplace. We prosper, oh God. Yes, Lord. Through the things that you have given to us, we prosper. Our children, our family, our work, career, business, we prosper. We declare it. We proclaim it. We will receive. We will eat the fruit of our lips. In the name of Jesus, we will not be hinder we will not be stopped father we thank you this morning for vision to see the manifestation of your counsel and purpose in our lives we thank you this morning we bless your name once again that your grace is positioning us on the wall of this nation south africa that we are seeing changes taking place oh god we thank you for a new order of leadership thank you lord we pray for those that you have placed at the end of affair that they will lead this nation in the spirit of wisdom thank you we pray for syria Maposa, lord touch his heart continue to walk in his heart oh god to do that which is right to oh God not to compromise we thank you oh God we push for the agenda of your prophetic purpose for this nation oh God father in the name of Jesus we thank you we say South Africa you will fulfill your prophetic destiny nothing will hinder it no power no system no devil no satanic yes imposition no no demonic power will hinder what God will do in this nation we thank you righteousness exalts this nation we bless you father we honor you we glorify you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, I thought I was done with my first prayer. Hallelujah. We thank God this morning, friends. Thank you so much for connecting with me this morning. I want to give thanks to God for his love and grace and his mercy. Let's not forget. Let our prayer be driven by vision. Not just by some weak uh, needs. Let's, let's be positioned in the place 
where vision motivates everything that we do. And we'll continue to see God move in our lives and through our lives. So thank you everyone this morning for connecting with me. Hopefully we'll see later. I just need to put a finishing touch to this book that I've been working on. Uh, at least I know for now I've finished it. I know we could, there's always room for re-editing and adding some new information there. But for so far what we have is a masterpiece. You want to read that material. It's a manual. It's a manual. Remember I write manuals. I don't just write entertaining books. I write things that will cause you to you know, study and read and you know make reference. Yes. But thank God for his grace you know, to be able to do that. So, guys, uh, uh, thank you so much, uh, Sister Diony Braderick, Sister Tina. Thank you so much for connecting this morning. Uh, and the rest of the people that connect with us, thank you so much, everyone. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye.